Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. And I'm Roger Sierra. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on this edition of An Evening With, we have with us the co-founder, director, organizer. I don't know how, I don't know what title he wants to bestow upon himself, but we are here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Rocky Spurlock. Uh, Rocky, how you been, Bubba? I've been good, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so for people who don't know, because we've been uh, talking about uh, talking about you and FarleyCon over the past couple of weeks on the show, um, to anybody who wants to know, what exactly is FarleyCon? FarleyCon is a, it's FarleyCon Comic Book Expo. We are a one-day convention in uh, East Ridge at the Camp Jordan Arena. Uh, we have comic books, toys, artists, authors, Oh gosh, uh, crafters, special guests. It's uh, in a total um, convention experience. Um. All right. Um, you know what? Let's ju- just, Rocky, I want to start from the very beginning. Thank you, because somebody was ringing my doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, how did you get into comics? Let's just start there. All right. So the way, personally, the way I got into comics was, uh, my mother was going to, uh, beauty school, uh, during the day to be a hairdresser. Well, at night she was a cocktail waitress. And so there was like a two hour time period during the day that she got to sleep. And so I would watch my little brother and sister while she was uh, in that time period getting some sleep. So when she came home every night from work, she would give me all of her quarters that she had got all her change and all that stuff. And it usually wound up being like $10. And this is in the, in the eighties. So back then, you know, a 10 year old kid, seven year old kid could go to the store by themselves. And so I'd walk down to the uh, convenience store. I'd buy GI Joe, comic books and wrestling magazines. And that started me with my love for comics. And after that, it was just the entire storylines, the imaginations that these guys had. And it was, you know, things that I could use. I could put like my GI Joe toys and then have their own battles based off what, you know, that the guy known now is Larry Hama, that he was writing uh, these stories. Uh, But that's what, started my love for comics and um so really my love for comics and wrestling have always kind of went hand in hand on that now the way FarleyCon started is years later uh, i was wrestling with a friend of mine named uh, jared allen who wrestled as jay farley and uh, jay had been getting into doing uh comic book shows comic cons he was a vendor. He'd sold toys and comics, games and everything for years. And I'd worked for him a little bit on that end. And we had ran a UEW reunion show in East Ridge and it done, it did pretty well. And so we were talking about combining the two and this is, um, say 2013 ish. And, um, we talked about okay. it and kept talking about it and we never did it. Um, and then Jared, um, you know, passed away. And so the first one, we wanted to do something, um, to help his wife and kids. And, um, a couple of the guys had asked us to do a, a wrestling benefit show, uh, at UEW. And that's now that was the second iteration of UEW, right? Yeah. This is the one that Ben Thrasher was, was running. Okay. Um, they asked, um, you know, Leroy Lewis uh, had talked to me about doing the benefit show, running it. And I thought this was, a, you know, the perfect place to put our dream that we had in practice, you know, bring it to life as a, and help them out with this. And had no clue what I was doing on that end. That was the comic books part. The comic con part was supposed to be in his expertise. I was had the wrestling down um somehow got 10 vendors uh, that we had set up and it was all mostly just 
friends of his and, and mine. And uh, it was it was a blast, and I decided I wanted to do it and uh, talk to his wife about it, and we wanted to keep his name alive. Uh, and so that's how we become FarleyCon. The day of you've ran a couple of these so far. How many how many FarleyCon shows have you ran so far? Would you say about seven so far? I want to say maybe a little bit more than that. Well, we were doing two a year, so this will be our our tenth FarleyCon convention. We up until last year we done two a year, uh, or actually twenty twenty, we only got one in. Uh, so up to twenty twenty, we did two a year. Uh, so now we're at one a year because we have expanded. It's gotten very big. We're bringing in, um, you know, guests, a lot more guests. Um, there's just no way I could do two a year anymore. I've had some people ask me if I was go back to do two, two the size that we are now. And I, there's no way I can do that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this, is our, this is our 10th one. Yeah. I was fixing to ask is like, I mean, cause obviously you've done a, a multiple number of these <clears throat> day of the, the convention. I'm sure you're stressed beyond all measure uh, by the by show day, if not weeks ahead of time. Um, what's the process like from start to finish? Like, when do you start the planning? When do you uh, like? How do you get in touch with the vendors and things of that nature? Like, when do you exactly start focusing in on saying, "Okay, we got to get started working on FarleyCon 2022" or whenever? Like, when did it this year specifically? Like, when did you start saying, "Okay, let's hunker down, let's try to get this straightened out"? Okay, so last year our show was on August 14th. On August 15th, I started working on this show. Um, okay. I, I start the very next day. Okay. Uh, getting everything taken place, still wrapping up what was happening from the previous year. Uh, actually, I've already, I have already started looking at 2023, uh, and it's, it's really stressful. Uh, the day of the show is usually the one day I don't stress. Uh, there's at that point I've I've done all I can do. It's ready to go, and that's my one day to to relax and um, enjoy it. Even though there's a lot of work to do that day as well, but the stress is stress is gone of of right. running the show up to that day. So you said you'll never go back to two a year, right? Not two. The, no, I never said I'd never go back. I wouldn't go to two the, this size. To this um, size. But right. would you, have you thought about expanding to a two-day event? I've got a number of attendants that we have to hit. Um, once we hit that number, yeah, I'm going to two days. Okay. And we, we, hit it last year, I guess, but I really wasn't comfortable coming out of the pandemic and I want to, you know, grow it slowly. Um, so if we hit that number again this year, then yes, I'll go to two days. That's, that's the, the kind of news I like to hear because that means that what you're doing, it's working and it, it's drawing people and, people are excited for what you're putting out there. Uh, otherwise it would just, you know, fall flat and the numbers would decline, but it seems like your numbers are increasing uh, in a time and age where a lot of events like that are decreasing. So kudos to you for doing something right. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, jump in and say we're going, you know, two days, three days, um, without having the the need for it to be that, right? The uh, uh, now the smaller shows. I mean, you asked me if I would run, you know, two day or two one day shows. I would do it like a smaller show. Uh, we actually do. We co promote a, a smaller uh, show in in Calhoun. Uh, with the guys that run um, Cartersville. Uh, so we come together and we run a smaller one day show in Calhoun. Okay. Uh, 
I've been approached by a couple other cities that have asked me to to bring FarleyCon to their city. Oh, uh, I had haven't made it down to look at the venue yet, uh, so I wouldn't commit to that till I can see the venue in person and, and talk to these people in person and check the area out. Okay, so so there's chance that FarleyCon could become more than just an East Ridge staple would you say or would it still be a yearly east ridge thing and then something in another city somewhere oh no we're staying in east ridge uh, but we would i would run like a smaller you know one day shows in different cities yeah east ridge is a it's my hometown um it's actually where jared and i become friends at in that city we worked at food line in east ridge together um, we wrestled there, you know, for years together. It's just East Ridge has a lot of special meaning to me. And it's, this is something I can actually, you know, I can give back to, to that city and, uh, you know, say, Hey, you know, this is what the event that we're bringing here. This is the, um, you know, the economic impact as well is, you know, you have hotels that are being rented. Uh, you have people traveling from out of town to both be vendors and uh, guests and people attending. Uh, you know, I've known that we've had people that came when we were at the community center uh, that we have people come from Arkansas and Mississippi. Uh, that's the furthest way I know. I know there's some now from like North Carolina and South Carolina coming, um, but you know, it's, it's a way to help the, the whole community uh, in my view too, because it does bring in, you know, money for the city. That's good, man. I, I'm, you probably hear this a lot, but I, I'm, I'm proud of you for what you're doing, not only to keep, you know, your, your, one of your best friends names alive um, and people know who he is, but also for the city that you grew up in, you're trying to, you know, boost the e- economic impact there and everything. So I'm super proud of that. Well, thank you. I mean, everything goes to, everything's in Chattanooga. Um, and East Ridge is, you know, even a lot of stuff in East Ridge gets labeled as being in Chattanooga. Um, so, you know, I want to bring something to, to East Ridge. That's awesome. Um, so this is this is the tenth year or the tenth FarleyCon event, not the tenth year. Um, right. Which which has been the most stressful FarleyCon event? Oh, probably some of the probably the second one that we did. Okay, so the the first one we did at. Um, at the UEW building that Ben had over on Scruggs Road in East Ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the Comic-Con part during the day and then broke down, did a Hall of Fame ceremony and then wrestling that night. Um, the second one, we moved to the East Ridge Community Center. A lot of that was just getting guests lined up, um, something different, you know, getting, getting in, finding out what we're doing, what are the rules that the city had? Um, you know, we had, uh, we had beautiful Bobby Eaton that year as our guest. Uh, we had, uh, Keith Brooks from the walking dead. He was there. We had uh, a couple other guys that were saviors that were there. Uh, so we had a, a heavy walking dead presence. Uh, we were supposed to have Larry Hama, uh, for that year. And, uh, we had him, had him booked and, um, uh, show was going to be in April uh, around February. He emailed me and told me that he was going to have to cancel that. He hated to do it, but his daughter was getting married the next week. Um, and her wedding rehearsal was on the day of the show. Uh, totally understand. Uh, you know, so that's why I'm, you know, I'm really excited about finally getting Larry uh, this year. Yeah, because he, he hasn't been at any of the other ones. It, it took you, 
nine more events before you got them to finally be able to come in? Well, it no, I mean, I could have, he probably would have came the very next year, but it was one of those things to where I was really wanted to take the time to, to grow it um, slowly before we started mm-hmm. bringing in, uh, you know, people from New York city, um, bringing them in from that far, far off. Uh, a lot of our guests that we used or we had come in in the previous years were in the Atlanta area. Um, you know, last year was the first time we actually brought in somebody from a great distance. Like we put them on a, you know, flew them in from, from New York, uh, which was Jim shooter, the, uh, former editor in chief of Marvel comics. And, uh, then we had Sergeant slaughter last year as well, that he came in and, um, uh, so last year was really the the big growth year. I've tried to. Uh, I, I'm very cautious about stuff, and it was like I, I wasn't ready to to move Camp Jordan. Um, you know, the, the pandemic kind of forced us because of the size of the building we were in. Uh, there was just no way to social distance in that building, uh, right? With, with the amount of people that we had in there. Uh, so it was just kind of the, you know, the pandemic for us to have this, we, we had to move to a bigger venue. Um, and you know, my wife, she's the, she's the driving force. She's the one that tells me, Hey, we're, we're booking this person. Um, just, just do it. And, uh, you know, it's like she, she booked Jim shooter last year. Um, she, she taught me into getting slaughter. Um, she's, she's the one that makes, you know, the final decisions on the things and uh, talks me into doing it. And now uh, last year, didn't Sergeant Slaughter put you in the Cobra clutch? <laughs> yes. And um, he did not actually kiss me. And if you guys seen the video of the thing they did, uh, but yeah, he did put me in the Cobra clutch, but he, he, he acted like he was giving me a kiss. And there was a couple of people actually thought he did kiss me, but it was, he, he didn't kiss me. Uh, great guy. He was super awesome. Uh, he, uh, we have a uh, group that comes in. It's uh, waiting to hear. They're one of our two charities that we support. Okay. Um, and what they do is they auction off celebrity autographs that they that are donated to them uh, to raise money for their camp here uh, to help kids get the implants and their families. Um, so they. They're, you know, we're big supporters of them. We actually got to go up to the camp this year and, and had an absolute blast uh, playing with the kids and seeing how how they are um, enjoying their camp. Uh, but they did a, a thing last year. They, uh, I'm sorry, this is getting hard to talk about. Um, no, you're fine. One of our, our other charity that we have is Sports Pops for Patients. Uh, which they we collect the uh, the Funko Pops and we donate them to Erlanger or Children's Hospital Erlanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Gain, Andrew Germain was the guy who who brought that to us. One of my best friends in the world. Um, he would work the the Pops for Patients booth all the time for us, and uh, he passed in twenty twenty. And he was, you know, I know we weren't talk wrestling much on this, but it's, it's, I can't do this without that. But Drew was, we were tag team partners back when we really first started, um, not long after we started. And so they gave me a uh, picture frame. It had a bunch of uh, legends, autographs in it. Um, Kurt Angle, Paul Orndorff, Terry Funk, Rick Steiner, uh, Mark Merrow, and Lawler. And in that frame, they put a picture of, of me and Drew, and it says Wrestling Legends. And they gave that to me uh, last year. And that's, uh, Slaughter actually come out and and gave me that uh, that thing. That means a lot. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Oh, that's um, awesome. That's awesome. It, it's, set, it's sitting right above my computer screen. Uh, but... They, um, we have, 
named our, our charity auction, um, the uh, Andrew Germain Drew Game Memorial Charity Auction, uh, benefiting Waiting to Hear. And then our POPs drive is, is also the Drew Game uh, POPs for Patients drive. So he, he did a lot. He, there was times that he would work third shift and he would get off and he'd be at the show and stay up five, six o'clock in the afternoon to, you know, make sure these kids had, had those pops and were taken care of, had something when they were in the hospital. Drew, uh, really was one of a kind. Yeah, there's, I mean, golly, man, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think of him. Right. There's something that he said, a funny story he was telling, you know, just it, it didn't. It wasn't even wrestling related. Like just something that happened in his day to day life, or something that happened at a convention that he seen, or something. You know, mm-hmm. it was always. I've never seen Drew like, and maybe I mean I'm sure it's happened, but I've never really seen Drew like pissed off. I'm sure you have, but I've never really seen him pissed off. I've, I've seen him frustrated somewhat, but he would always like. He would always look at me like I remember the one time I did something in a match. I can't remember what it was. Um, and I told him after the match because I was wrestling him at the time. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess it up or whatever. He just patted me on the head like a dance, like you do with a dog and say, it's okay, kid. There's always next time. And I'm like, yeah, there's always next time, you know. And that, that for whatever reason, that stuck with me, you know. So anytime I'm having like a bad match or something or some a bad, you know, shit day or something, I just think there's always next time. You know, and that's something that I learned from him, you know, um, it like, again, not a day goes by. I don't think about him, but I'm sure it's more for you, Rocky, because you was, you know, tag team partners with him and you ran the roads with him and things of that nature. Um, yeah, he, Drew, Drew was one of the good ones, man. He's I, like I said it before. I think the world's a sadder place without Drew in it. Almost definitely. We have a, his daughter, Rebecca has, has taken over his um, pops for patients table for us. And uh, she'll be there collecting the pops for him. That's, that's awesome that, that she's, you know, doing that. Uh, She was, I mean, she was always there with him before, uh, but yeah, it's, it's great to have her there. Uh, You know, I love her. Like she's my own daughter. And, uh, it's you know great to have her a part of it. And uh hey, so while we're on that, let, let's 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 switch gears here for a little bit. Um I wanted to ask you something else because you you know, because this upcoming year, like what you said, Larry Hanna's gonna be there, um WWE Hall of Famer Ron Simmons is gonna be there, uh Lex Luger, um Kyle Phillips, uh how difficult is it to get guests to come to FarleyCon? Is it, you know, is it just, is it more about just having the funds? Is it more like if they have time, like how, how what's, what's the, what's the balance with that? Oh, it's a combination of things. I mean, they have to have it the time, their schedule. I've, you know, got to negotiate the contracts, um, you know, and, uh, you know, talk to their agents, um, book travel, hotels, all that things. And, um, you know, it's just a combination. It's, it's just like booking a wrestler. Um, you know, if you're running a wrestling show and you want to bring in a name, um, you got to negotiate. And a lot of times with the wrestlers, you negotiate directly with them. Uh, same with these guys. Sometimes they have agents. Sometimes you negotiate directly with the talent. Um, and then you just make sure that, you know, you have everything that's required in that, in that contract. All right. Talking about contracts, what's the what's what's the craziest thing you've ever been asked to provide? Because I, I, I hear these like and maybe it's not something that uh, is is crazy to to us. But but I hear all the time about these musicians who's like, oh, I have to have, you know, uh, a one gallon bowl of nothing but red M&Ms or whatnot. Like, have you ever had anything like that? No, nothing. But I'll I'll tell you why they do that. Um, they're doing that because if they can walk in, all right, so I think it was Errol Smith that 
requested that. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew if they could walk in and they could see that they didn't fulfill that small detail, what else did they not fulfill? You know, and you're going to think these guys are up on a stage with a lot of electricity flowing around them. Right. So if the promoter is not going to pay attention to that littlest detail of the M&Ms, are they going to skip some of the safety steps uh, that's going to go into their equipment? So, I mean, I can understand why they do that. It's very important that you, you know, if you have a contract, uh, you have those requirements laid out, you know, in anything, you you need to follow them. Uh, you need to make sure that everything is, meets the contract. Most Not only because it's for that one talent, but it's also future talent. And, you know, talent, talent talks. Um, you know, if one of the guests doesn't have what's required in the contract, you know, that guest may tell you know, 10 other people, Hey, I went to this show and it was, it was horrible. This didn't happen. They were supposed to, you know, give me a bottle of water and they didn't, you know, I mean, it made me seem like nothing, but it's one of those things where, you know, you can get a bad name. Wrestling, for example, uh, going back to it, you know, there was a guy that, um, I can't think who it was, but he, he booked a, uh, wrestling convention somewhere in South Georgia. And I think he was using his mom's credit card to try to pay for everything. And she cut off the credit card. Oh, wow. When she found it. And it, it was, she was like on a fixed income. I mean, it wasn't like she was rich. And so this guy didn't have the money to, to pay everybody. I, I remember that uh, Paul Orndorff was involved in that. Cause I remember the video of Paul Orndorff telling the guy, you, you don't do this. You don't book a show without, you know, having the money. Uh, you know, that's the thing you got to have, whatever's in that contract, you have to have it. You know, I, if I don't have, or can't provide whatever I have in that contract before the show, I don't, I won't book the talent. Um, you know, you, you hear that, especially like in wrestling, you hear a lot of, and I know you guys have been there too. Uh, you have a, a guarantee and you get there and the promoter tell you, I'm sorry, guys, the, the door was locked. Here's your hot dogs and, and your Dr. Thunder. Um, <laughs> Damn, y'all got Dr. Thunder? Oh, fuck. I got we were jet. Man um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway, we, you know, that in that world, you, you, you come to kind of expect it. Uh, you know, the, that for some promoters were going to run like that. They were going to try to pay off the door. And uh, you, you can't do that, with a, in, in my opinion. Uh, it's not good business sense. No, I, I agree with you there. That's, yeah, it's that's just, not good business at all. Yeah, it's, um, but I haven't had any crazy demands or the contracts. Um, everything's been, you know, pretty standard. Um, nothing like the, the M and M's, uh, situations like that or anything okay i've just always wondered i've never talked to anybody you know up until now that that ran like a big show convention whatnot so i've always wondered if if anybody that has done that ever had the uh the crazy uh Now, now i've heard stories um I've heard stories of where, and it, it was a lot of time. It wasn't even the, the celebrity coming in that was doing this. It was their agent. They would put demands in, um, and then the, the celebrity would get to the show. And yeah, for example, say that they were asked, the promoter asked the celebrity to do a panel or asked the agent that the celebrity would do a panel mm-hmm. and the agents come back and said, no, they're, they're not allowed to, to do a panel. Um, and then the celebrity gets to the show and the celebrities ask the, or the uh, promoters, you know, Hey, why can't I do a panel? <laughs> and then it's like, well, if your agent said, right. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, Gene Simmons, um, uh, I'm not really sure how, you know, if this was in his contract or not, but he was at a show and he was kind of put into a, um, a, a zone room away from everybody. 
and that you had to buy a ticket to go to that room to, to see him and go through his guitar museum and everything. Um, there was, there was pictures of him where on the Friday afternoon of the show, he left that room and went down to the main floor with all the vendors and started shopping for comic books. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't see. I don't know if that's one of the things that the promoter says he's got to be you know sequestered up here and he just decided he wanted to do comic book shopping or, but I would hate to have been that security staff because, you know, that's that's a pretty big name to just be walking around. Well, right. not only that, but then, then again, like, how do you tell him no? Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, even if somebody, even, even somebody of Gene Simmons stature, you know, sit, sit, staying in that room all day. I mean, you get in cabin fever and it's like, I'd. I want to get the fuck out of here, you know, and I'm pretty sure it'd be like just any of us. And we as famous as Gene Simmons is, but even if we stayed in the same room for a while, I mean, it's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go out here. I want to see what everybody's doing. Like, I want to have that interaction with people, you know, like it's one thing like, okay, they're coming in. It's, it's different, like a meet and greet or just, you know, meeting people as you're walking through the different, going through the different vendors and going through these different places. Um, do you find it's more difficult Rocky to deal with agents than deal with talent themselves, or is there is there is is there a difference between dealing with them? I have, have you personally, yeah, that's what no, I'm I have asking. Had okay. We uh, the uh, guy that runs the Huntsville Pop Cultural Cultural Expo, he um, he gave me that the agent's name that that he booked through with uh, his wrestlers, and uh, I contacted him. He's been great. Uh, this guy's been, uh, you know, that's where I got Slaughter and, and Ron Simmons and. Uh, Luger through this guy and uh you know uh, one of them's one of the agents is tony hunter he's a great guy um i've enjoyed working with him uh well, he's actually is he the guy that runs fanboy expo in knoxville no he does not oh, okay okay no, he, he takes wrestlers up there too but oh, okay um, no he uh that's i can't think of that guy's name um but yeah tony he was he was at huntsville with this last year and he had uh, Teddy Long and Steamboat and uh, Kane. And uh, I got to work the show with him taking the, the photos for people uh, that day. And uh, I had an absolute blast. Teddy Long is one of the funniest guys I think I've ever met in my life. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. I had a blast with Teddy. Uh, Kane was super, super great guy. Uh, Steamboat was awesome. Uh, it was It was a great time. But yeah, the agents I haven't had any problems with. Um, I've, I've, hey, the we, agents I deal with, I have not had any problems with. Let's put it that way. I have ran into a few that asked for like something totally ridiculous, um, and I just didn't didn't deal with them. Um, and it was it was just a absurd amount of money for somebody I'd never heard of. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, I haven't, huh? I was going to say some people tend to overvalue themselves and, you know, I get the, the concept of, you know, you have to value yourself before somebody else is, but you can also overvalue yourself and make it to where nobody wants to work with you. Well, this one, I won't, well, I could mention his name and nobody would know who he is, but, uh, <laughs> he he was basically a a background actor. Okay, and extra basically. Yeah, pretty much. And um, it was like an absurd amount of money. I mean, it was yeah. And uh, I don't, I couldn't tell you anything the guy's been in. Um, but it was just, he was on a list that they sent me and it was just like, a, I didn't ask for the list of these talents or anything. They just emailed it to me. Guy may not even been legit his agent. I don't know. I never did respond back to him. Right. Usually though, you don't get a list of saying this is my talent and this is what they want. It's, I haven't ran into that except for this one guy. Wow. Hey, Roger, you can jump in anytime you want to, Bubba. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening. I just like listening because I mean... I mean, I've been to so many conventions, and I just love learning like the little ins and outs of it. It's just one of those things for me. Me too. That's I, I still go to all the other conventions. Um, 
to learn stuff. I mean, it, I'll, I'll still ask people's, you know, it's one of those things like when wrestling, you never stop learning. Uh, somebody always knows something more than you. Uh, yes. What would you say the biggest convention you've been to is? Oh, Dragon Con. And um, I just went as, you know, buying a ticket to go to that. Um, I didn't set up or sell anything or promote or anything there. But um, to me, it was just, it's, we tried to do it all in one day or try to do anything there at one day. And it was just too many people. Um, I enjoyed it, but it was one of those things where you had to pick, do you want to go to the dealer room? Do you want to go to see the celebrities? You know, and you had to find out where your certain celebrities are in the dealer room, especially the comic book guys. And it's just one of those things where you're, it's a lot of walking and, I'm just, I'm too old to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, go ahead, Chip. I, I, of, of all your guests, and I'm sure you've enjoyed every one of them, but, but which has been your favorite that, that has came in and you know what I mean? Like, that, like you would, if you could, you would book that person every year but obviously you can't because then they would get stale and stagnant but you know everybody has their favorite and who has been your favorite so far obviously they've they've all been good and you've enjoyed them all but oh that's like asking me who my favorite kid is um you know i, I really have i've i've enjoyed them all. i don't you know there has been certain aspects that I've enjoyed about each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sarge last year, for example, he, he picked on me all day for the Friday night dinner. We went to eat, to eat with, you know, uh, sitting and talking to Rob lamb and Sean lamb who worked for filmation. Uh, he was an artist, uh, the animator on, on He-Man and she wrote some brave star, uh, talking to them. Um, you know, Jim shooter, it just, you know, listen to his stories and, and, you know, I had a blast with him and last year his, his flight didn't leave until late Sunday afternoon. So we spent all day Sunday with a, with shooter, um, took him to B's restaurant for lunch, took him to, uh, Chattanooga choo choo, you know, just got to show him the Chattanooga battlefield, uh, our Chickamauga battlefield. We went down and, and drove around it just to show him the area. I mean, so it's not necessarily the, to me, it's not that I have a favorite guest. I have the favorite experiences with each one of them. You know, Bobby Eaton, um, when we had him, it's probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, to me though, that my favorite experience with Bobby Eaton was that him and my dad wrestled together for Nick Goulas back in the seventies and eighties in Chattanooga. And we're, we're good friends and, and hadn't seen each other in years. And, you know, I got to give that to my dad to, you know, Hey, here's, here's your friend you hadn't seen in years. And it wound up being, you know, his, unfortunately his last time getting to see him. Um, you know, I, and you know, there's other guys, you know, John Anderson, uh, from guardians of the galaxy and everything in Marvel, just super nice guy. You know, just, I enjoy just, just talking to them and sharing the, the love of the fandom, um, uh, you know, uh, there's others, you know, uh, the artists that we have, uh, Jason Flowers, uh, Dimitri Walker, uh, Matt Ashley, you know, all of them are just great guys that, you know, just sit and talk to. Uh, and there's more, you know, Alex Ogle, who did some Spider-Man stuff, uh, Andy Dugan that we have come in. Great guys. We've had people in the past like uh, June Brigman, who was a uh, co-creator of the Power Pack. And her husband, Roy Richardson, who did a lot of stuff on The Flash, some Star Wars stuff. Super great people. Um, you know, and, and the um, <clears throat> Keith, um, you know, when he came in and um, he was doing, singing Disney songs for like a dollar. You come up, give him a dollar and... Uh, he would sing you a Disney song and he would do it in say Skeletor's voice. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, so, 
uh, Drew Game gave him a dollar and had him go sing Kiss the Girl to my wife and dance with her out in the lobby. Uh, you know, just experiences <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, Michael Copon, uh, the, the Blue Power Ranger, he was there one year. And uh, the year he was there, a family of squirrels fell through the ceiling of the. Oh. <laughs> and started one of them started chasing him uh, <laughs> the mother started chasing run, you know because the babies were hurt uh but the mother was like taking off running trying to get out of there and she charged at him and <laughs> and then she you know she ran across the, the comic books um uh tables on top of long boxes you know so it's it's really those types of experiences uh that, that made each guest special. Um, yeah. And we've had a lot more guests than that. And, uh, yeah, each one of them has been a, a special guest to have. So like many other conventions, um, a lot of people do dress up in cosplay. Do you encourage cosplay or is it, if they show up like that, they just show up like that. Oh, we love it. I absolutely love it. Um, we haven't had a lot in the in the past few years when we were at the community center. Uh, we tried to do a cosplay contest one year, and we wound up getting uh, seven prizes to give away, and we had seven people show up in cosplay. So, so everybody, everybody, everybody won. <laughs> yeah, well, first year, second year, we did Farley Con. We did have a cosplay contest, and it went over okay. We had probably 10 people. Um, we didn't have a lot of cosplay after that. Uh, last year there was a lot more cosplay, but we absolutely love cosplay. Um, my uh, son and nephew, we just went to Heroes Convention out in Charlotte. It's a big, huge comic book convention. Uh, gr- you know, a lot of creators were out there, and uh, a lot of comic vendors, and you know, they dressed up as uh, the Joker and the Riddler, and nice. they get stopped by uh, the woman who's used to tour with. Uh, Adam West and um, Burt Ward as oh, wow. uh, as Batgirl. She was their traveling Batgirl. She stomped them and asked them to take a picture with her. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That just blew awesome. their mind. And a uh, super sweet woman. If you ever get to meet her, her name Karen Whitfield. If you ever get to meet her, she is great. I strongly recommend just, just talking to her. Um, really enjoyed that show. Yeah, we, we love cosplay. Uh, we don't have an official cosplay contest. Uh, but we, you know, enjoy people coming out in their in their costumes. Uh, we do have one guy coming this year that's uh, one of our. I guess he would be our cosplay guest. Uh, he, he's really known as like the Jedi Mickey uh, or Loki Mickey. So he'll be there either as a Mickey Mouse in a Jedi robe or Loki Mickey, uh, a okay. variant of Loki. Great guy, and uh, he's got the voice down. I mean, it, you think you're talking to Mickey Mouse. I've seen him wow. at multiple, multiple places. Uh, really good guy. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to get my mind wrapped around that. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, if you go to our Facebook page, there's, there's a picture of him on there. Um, I really expect a lot more anime cosplay. We do have a couple anime uh, fan clubs that will be there. Um, of course, we are bringing in our first anime guest, uh, Kyle Phillips, who is the voice of Dinky Kaminari, My Hero Academia. Hell He's yeah. also in uh, One Piece. He's the voice of Marco in One Piece, along with many other different uh, roles that he voices. Uh, but Kyle will be there. Um, we're really looking forward to him. That that show is, I'm not, I'm not a big anime fan or anime guy. I just haven't ever got into it except for that. My hero academia, that show I have gotten into uh, more. It reminds me of like the X-Men in reverse where everybody has got the, the mutant power or there's some kind of quirk they have. And then there's very few normal people without it. Where of course in X-Men it's the opposite. Really looking forward to him, and uh, yeah, I'd love to see the the uh, cosplay co- cosplay costumes for the uh, anime for the My Hero Academia. People do you, do you need some judges? 
<laughs> we're not doing a contest. Uh, we, uh-huh. we do have we do have panels scheduled, uh, but we don't have an actual official cosplay contest scheduled. This sounds like a perfect opportunity for us to get the uh, gear anime out there too, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, fuck it. Since we're already here, go ahead and. Uh... <laughs> I didn't want to break the flow of the, the, no, the interview. The flow. All well, right. Maybe, maybe Rocky wants to, uh, you know, buy some anime gear. You never know. Well, since, you know, you said you aren't really into anime, but you do like Hero Academia, we've got a great sponsor called Gear Anime. You can go to gearanime.com forward slash movement radio, and they have everything from shoes, jackets, socks, slips, eye mask. Uh, I mean, Talon, you can tell them how good the socks are. Socks are freaking awesome. <laughs> Me and uh, for uh, it's a late Mother's Day gift, but I got uh, Amy some uh, her favorite Pokemon uh, character is Nine Tails, so I got her some orange Nine Tails socks. And they's like, hey, for this mount, you can add another pair. So fuck it, I got me some Bulbasaur. So so I got me my green Bulbasaur. She's got her Nine Tails. She loves them. So yeah, but they're really comfortable socks. Probably the most comfortable socks. I don't wear these socks out, like not to work or anything. These are my house socks. Uh, I will wear them at FarleyCon, though. I will say that. Like, you better. <laughs> I will. I'm going to. I'm going to. But no, I mean, they, they're great. Uh, they've got some great products. They have custom Jordans. So they're they're actually fairly well-priced overall from what I've seen other places do. But uh, gearanime.com forward slash movement radio. And then you can use promo code move radio for free shipping on all orders. Yeah, I think we should actually probably get some products ourselves for that. I might get me some here on my, my Hero Academia just to get signed. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because de- definitely one of my favorite animes, too. Yeah. Uh, Rocky, you mentioned guests uh, coming to uh, FarleyCon as well. You mentioned Larry Hanna, Kyle Phillips. Um, you also, uh, you know, you, Jason Flowers, Matt Ashley, Dimitri Walker, all these great artists and stuff. Uh, Robert Lamb. Uh, for uh, She-Ra and uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe. Um, I think because a, a lot of the, our, our, our audience, they are wrestling fans as well, uh, especially with, you know, with Ron Simmons and Lex Luger coming. Um, what, uh, which one, it might, it might be a stupid question to ask, but which guest are you most looking forward to meeting and just seeing the, the atmosphere of, of their aura or whatever, like how many people are going to show up to see them? You know what I mean? The one I'm most intrigued with is, is Kyle Phillips, just simply because I'm I'm not an anime guy. Um, I, I've met Larry Hama in the past, and, and this is the, the 40th year, uh, the 40th anniversary of G.I. Joe. Uh, so if you notice that we've redesigned our graphics and everything to look like a, a uh, give off the G.I. Joe type vibe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it looks we, are nice. we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of you know, Larry will be there. He'll be doing uh, pencil sketches. Uh, he will be doing a uh, presentation. Kyle, like I said, Kyle is one that I've intrigued with. Like I said, I've never been much of an anime person. Uh, I've been to a few conventions since we booked him that's more anime related. And uh, I'm, I'm getting more intrigued with it, more interested in it. Uh, we also have uh, Mike Grail. Uh, legendary artist and uh, writer for comics. He did a lot of the uh, Green Arrow, Warlord comics. Um, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. Um, so, I, and he's you know super great guy. <clears throat> We're looking forward to having him. Uh, we also got uh, Patricia Pats, who was the voice actress Peppermint for Patty. Uh, Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she was also Annie in the a San Francisco like live Broadway top plays. She was Annie in that and she was on um Archie Bunker's place as mm-hmm. well for an episode. But we have her um Lex Luger and Ron Simmons, I've I've not met them. I've seen them. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting those guys. Uh, you know, Tony was be there with them. And then uh Everybody else that's a guest I have met, um, the Lambs, Robert and Sean Lamb, we had them there last year. Uh, they also have been at a few other conventions that we've been to. 
you it's hard pressed to find two nicer people than those two. <clears throat> Jason Flowers is one of our guest artists that he actually done one of our two uh, VIP prints that will be available. It's the, uh, he did the print that's kind of like the giant size X-Men number one with all of the guests incorporated. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Dan Jolly. He was the uh, co-creator on the uh, second version of Firestorm. And he was also wrote some G.I. Joe comics, wrote a whole bunch of comics, World of Warcraft, um, Doctor Strange. He's done all kinds of things. And now he's writing uh, novels, and he'll be there. Um, you know, I've mentioned John Anderson. He's been in everything, Marvel, uh, Stranger Things 2, he was in it. Uh, Ravager, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, super great guy. Probably one of the tallest men you'll ever meet, too. Damn. <clears throat> yeah, Jim Shooter last year. Jim Shooter's around 6'9", and... Uh, when he ran into John Anderson, John said it, Jim looked at him and said, finally, a normal-sized human being. <laughs> <laughs> but we got Matt Ashley. He's he's an actor, artist. Um, he's been in a lot of things. Um, he's, he's constantly shooting new things. Um, very talented artist. Um, <clears throat> I've got a lot of his artwork that I've collected over the years. Super great guy too. He, he's once again. I, I I know I sound like a broken record with this, but he's one of the nicest guys you'll meet too. Uh, same with Andy Dugan and and Alex. Alex uh, Ogle did a uh, issue of Spider Man. He did the uh, artwork on it, and Andy has just done a um, Transformers Beast Wars comic, and uh, he's got a. Another comics coming out that he worked on. Um, I don't think it's going to be out until October. I believe he told me, uh, but he's now working on star Wars. Oh, nice. Um, a star Wars. Comic. Nice. Dimitri Walker is also one of the most nicest guys and one of the most talented I've seen. Uh, he's, he did our other exclusive print. Um, this, the Baroness with the Farley Con logo. And it's uh, painted, and uh, <clears throat> she's on the the queen, queen of spades, I believe. Yeah, she's made. He's painted up like a playing card, and it's a queen of spades with the baroness on it. Oh, awesome, awesome! That, that's uh, one of our two VIP prints. Perfect. Um. So, so, so you mentioned that uh, the the Beast Wars comic. Uh, have you read any of the the new run of the Beast Wars comics yet? I have not. I, I've never been a Beast Wars fan. I never. It was when they went to the Beast Wars. <clears throat> it was right after my my time. Um, mm -hmm. As far as you know, it was you know when you hit that age that you know comics are no longer cool. Yeah, yeah, your your toys are no longer cool. Yeah, but then you hit a yeah, you hit that where yeah, but then you uh, hit hit an age where they become cool all over again. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and this it, Beast Wars fell in that gap between me getting out of that stuff and and, and <clears throat> being more interested in you know football, baseball, girls, those type things. Um, it was about the same time period as like Power Rangers. Um, really, Ninja Turtles was the very tail end of my my childhood. So I never really got into Beast Wars, but I haven't read it now. Okay, uh, that's that's one of the the two comics that I absolutely look forward to each month that one and the um idw run of teenage mutant ninja turtles they're doing amazing things with that right now uh and if you haven't read any of that oh my god like i i think you would absolutely love it uh especially with the direction that they've been going as of late um 
but but the the beast wars that this this current run uh is really really good now if you're a ninja turtle fan you've got to stop and talk to jason flowers okay jason flowers was a a um <clears throat> did the variant covers for the uh last ronin oh god um, that that series yeah, yeah, we, we need to, yeah we need to talk to him for sure <laughs> this man i all right so he was he was at epico's he did the the store cover for them <clears throat> excuse me and we went got it got him to sign it and uh he just pulls out a you know a little sheet of paper and starts drawing and next thing i know i've i've got a drawing from him of of a ninja turtle um from the last Ronin. <clears throat> i'm not gonna say the name in case somebody's read the full thing but right um he also has another uh comic uh bounty bullfrog that he's doing and i really recommend if you go on to his facebook page um, he has a uh, turtles tuesday that he does he'll do live drawings and then auction off the or sell off the the uh drawings when he's done is finished oh awesome and uh and he'll he'll interact with you while he's doing the uh drawings and uh let me see if I can pull up his. I can't find it right now, but he's got a, uh, like a Jason flowers art page, uh, friends of Jason flowers, or if you search for him, you'll find it. It's a group, Jason flowers, art squad group. Okay. Um, highly recommend you check him out on Facebook. It is a uh, it is a private group, but in there he will do do drawings, live drawings of, of turtles, and just the way he does it is just it it amazes me to sit and watch somebody that talented um, that can take a blank piece of paper and then yeah, all of a sudden here's here's a ninja turtle. Um, <clears throat> it's just he is very very talented, and uh, we look forward to having him. Awesome. Sounds sounds like he's uh, a, a really cool guy. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they all are, but, uh, you know, as somebody who is a, a Ninja Turtles fan, I, I might gravitate towards uh, him maybe a little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's very... T- and he does more than just Ninja Turtles. Uh, right, right. He, he's really, uh, really good uh, as... As all of them are. Um, <clears throat> well, they have to be good or they wouldn't be in that position. True. So, uh, well, Rocky, we don't want to take up too much of your time tonight. Uh, let's uh, go ahead, plug plug everything right now. I mean, we've, we've been doing that, but Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh YouTube, whatever website, like you name it, you promote it right now. All right. So Farley Con Comic Book Expo is coming up to Camp Jordan Arena on August 13th. Uh, once again, we got creator G.I. Joe, real American hero, Larry Hama. We've got Kyle Phillips from My Hero Academia. We've got uh, legendary artist, uh, Green Arrow artist, Mike Grell, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion and WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons. Former member of the Four Horsemen in NWO, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Total Package Lex Luger. Who also I want to point out that these two guys wrestled each other in Chattanooga in 1991 at Halloween Havoc. I was there. <laughs> I missed it, but I, I wanted to be there. Uh, I was all the way up in the nosebleeds, but I was there. <laughs> no, I wasn't even born. Oh okay. God! I just remember. Oh, no. I just that just woke in a memory. Was that the night that they did the damn electrified cage match? Yeah, that's when they they fried yeah. Abdullah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As the night Van Hammer almost killed Doug Summers on a suplex. Yeah, that. I think Rick Rude made his re uh, re debut with WCW. Yeah, the, the, the 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 uh, the Halloween Havoc f- Phantom is like, yeah. oh yeah, we don't know who that is with that big ass porn star mustache sticking out the mask. We don't know who that is, you know. 
you know, that was kept secret in the business. That was probably one of my f- most favorite times for WCW, though. Um, I love the whole Lex Luger as a heel with Harley Race and, and Mr. Hughes. Um, I love that whole thing they were doing. You know, Ron Simmons, uh, you know, they had, you know, Cactus Jack, Sting. I, I, it was just, it was one of my favorite times to watch WCW. Yeah. But also we have uh, Patricia Pat's voice of Peppermint Patty. Uh, we have Rob Lamb, Sean Lamb, once again from Filmation, uh, Brave Star, He-Man, She-Ra. Uh, we've talked about Jason Flowers with the Ninja Turtles. You guys, I know we'll go see him there. Uh, once again, Dan Jolly, John Anderson, Matt Ashley, Alex Ogle, uh, Andy Dugan, Dimitri Walker. Those are the rest of our guest list. I hadn't even got to talk about our vendors yet. Um uh, you know, we, we have some of the greatest comic book vendors uh, that you'll find. Uh, we, If you're looking for comic books, Farley Con is the place to find them. Uh, we have the probably the most comic books out of any conventions in the Chattanooga area. Um, we also have you know vintage toys. We have dealers that will be there with modern toys. Uh, so you Black Series, Marvel Legends, Funko Pop dealers. Uh, we got the probably one of the biggest Funko Pop builders in the area coming down from, from uh, uh, Knoxville and Tallman Toys and Comics. Uh, we have a lot of the the local comic book stores will be there. Uh, Epico's, uh, Battlegrounds, Fantasy Factory. Uh, they will all be there. Um, it's just one of those things that we got, you know, crafts. You know, if you're into... A geeky crafts, there's stuff there for women. You know, if they're not into the the comics or the toys or whatever, they're looking for, say, jewelry or whatever. There will be dealers there that'll have, you know, earrings. I know one of them. Uh, my wife likes to go over and and buy the earrings from her. Uh, she, they'll be there. We we have stuff for pets. Um, there'll be one vendor that that has uh, the uh, handkerchiefs that goes around the, the dog's necks, but these go through the collar. Uh, really cool. My dogs like them. I got them a, a uh, I think a Superman and a Batman. Nice. Collar. Uh, but yeah, you can check us out. We're on Facebook um, at uh, facebook.com slash FarleyCon. Uh, you can check us out on our website, FarleyCon.com. Uh, we also have all our links on our website uh, to our Twitter and our Instagram as well. Right. Well, Rocky, man, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us about FarleyCon, shooting the bull with us, and just, you know, getting the information out there and stuff. You know, we're really looking forward to uh, FarleyCon this year. Um, just just for shits and giggles, what what is your attendance do you think is going to be this year? If you had to gauge a guess, or what are you looking for? What, what, what are you trying – what what number – is there a certain number you're trying to get to? I mean, I have a number. I don't want to divulge that number, but I, okay. I have a number I want to get to. But yeah, uh, you know, now I got to say this too. We do have tickets on sale. Uh, you can go to our website. Once again, there are a link to buy the tickets to take you to Eventbrite. Uh, the hours are from uh, general missioners 10 to 6. Uh, VIP tickets get in at 9. So it's 9 to 6. Plus they get two exclusive uh, prints uh, for this year. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, again, Rocky, man, we appreciate you uh, getting on the show with us. Uh, we're glad to have you, and uh, we're looking forward to FarleyCon. Thank you once again for being with us, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Absolutely. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we bounce out here this evening? Um, as always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. Roger. You know, shout out to our sponsors as always. We already gave a shout out to Gear Anime. That's www.gearanime.com forward slash movement radio. Use promo code Move Radio at checkout. Uh, obviously, there's also uh, Audible. As always, thank you, Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio, you'll get 30 free days of Audible and also a free audiobook. And you guys can obviously get comics with that. Um, so that's once again audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio. And then our last one 
is the one I use a lot for our YouTube thumbnails and backgrounds of posters and stuff like that that I'm working on. But obviously, uh, that's Canva. So go to partners.canva.com forward slash movement radio. Shout out to all of our friends in this endeavor with us. Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, Ivan Martinez, uh, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon, all the big homies at These Ninjas Podcast, Sean Miller with Should I Watch That, and Damon Smith with Cover 2 Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Rocky, again, thank you for being with us tonight. Go check out FarleyCon 2022 at the Camp Jordan Arena on August 13th in East Ridge, Tennessee. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys there. So you guys have a good night. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next time. Let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. And I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.